Let's give another God bless you hand to Sister Bukola. So now we know that the fountain of this challenge is the heart. And the devil plays on it. I never let the devil win the battle. I'll never compromise with sin. Though he may try me within, though he may try me without, I'll never let the devil win. You must be ready and willing to fight. Questions? If you have questions, let's. This is time for the interactive session. We will take the questions and comments in batches. Where is the microphone, caller? All right. Keep it short and straight to the answer and straight to the point. My question is: I have a wound that can never heal. I'm left-handed. And people love culture and tradition more than the feelings of a person. Last Sunday, I'm 74. Last Sunday, somebody tried to greet me to shake hand. And I shouted, I'm left-handed. Because I wanted to know the person's response. My children were traumatized in school. Their books will be thrown to them. They will be told their mothers have no home training. And how do I train my children? when I'm left-handed. And my wound has started 1978 when I came to Nigeria. Before then, I did not know that I was left-handed. And a man saw me in a bank some time ago. And he said, Madam, at your age, you are writing with left hand. I said, yes, why? He said, I wish I had known you when my child was small. My child was left-handed and I changed him. And he's no more the same. Okay, point made. Uh, you can note that. I'll add some things, and then maybe the chaplain. Another hand there. We need somebody with a note. Okay, thank you. There's someone there. Keep it straight and to the point. So, my question um, is with regards to men and how they handle some of these issues that she has mentioned. From a professional perspective. What's the profession? I'm a lawyer. Okay. And, That's a big problem, but go on. And in line with social constructs, men are supposed to be very strong. You know, when they go through things that traumatizes them, when they have issues at work, they're not supposed to share it too much so that they don't appear weak. And we've seen instances where in the divorce proceeding, the wife that wants to divorce now will now unearth all of these things that has happened to this guy to show how weak he is. And so men will now um, fold when they go through things they don't want to share because they will be um, perceived as weak. Now, in the circumstance, what is the best advice to give to men? Because a lot of men don't want to share. Okay, they are, the men are hearing you now. The men are hearing you. They are repenting as you are talking. Next, any other question? We can take one or two more. And then we are, okay, there is a hand at the back there. Two hands, actually. Kola, I haven't recognized that person, the one in front. If you give microphone to, don't traumatize me. Good morning, still on inning. Uh, what would you prescribe for somebody that wanted to heal, but the cause of a wound is a continuous pattern caused by someone else? Unfortunately, you can't help the person to change what he or she is doing to you. Are you so, saying the, the, the heart is continuing? The heart is continuing, non-stop. But you as an individual, you wish to heal, you pray to heal, but the pain is still coming from the same person all the time. Okay, thank you. Can you give to the person at the back? Good morning, church. My question is about um, this heart bond or heart wound. Is there any way one can avoid this heart wound? And if there is no way, how can one go about it, sir? Whether or not heart wound is avoidable. Is it avoidable? In other words, the man is saying everybody must have a heart injury, whether you like it or not. That's what he's saying. Am I quoting you correctly? 
Am I quoting you correctly? Perfectly, okay, thank you. So we will respond to those for a while. We'll check online what is coming in. And then one or two questions from last week, which I've seen. Oh, there's a hand here. Okay, we'll take a fifth one. And then Sister Buki will respond. Yes? Um, I just um, talk about the reality of the son's pain. Because I have had a real life situation when somebody dear for me was ill. Stomach ache, and we would go from hospital to hospital to hospital. And it was only when the person was removed from the situation that was causing trauma that all of a sudden this, my pain, my stomach is paining me, I think my liver is affected. The person had to be removed from that situation before the physical trauma ended. Okay, so that's similar to the fourth question about continuing hurt and how you can heal when hurt is continuing. You can respond to these issues. I want to check what is happening online and then I'll add some things. Okay, the first one um, says I'm left-handed and um, this had had effect on training the children and several other things. And it's good that you uh, have identified that that was causing a pain in your heart. But like someone said, what is wrong with being left-handed? There's nothing wrong with it. That is how God made you. And he, he made you wonderfully well, beautiful, and wonderfully made with that left hand. And there is nothing you want to do, even training your children. You, you will still do it with that left hand. So, but the stigma of the way the society responds to people with certain um, differences, I'll just call them differences because they're not really deficiencies in themselves. So the healing will come when you as a person recognize you are not handicapped by being left-handed. And there's not, what of this pastor, Nick, that doesn't even have the left hand and the right hand? We know this, we know him not in, without limbs. So your life does not have to be limited because of your orientation. It's an orientation issue and it's God that is responsible for that. I hope that helps, Ma. I hope that helps, Ma. Okay, so we'll be able to talk about it more because, you know, outside this setting, but thank you very much for sharing. That just shows us that you can never tell what is leaving a wound in the heart of somebody. The person is going, you see his two arms, but there's something about one of the hand, arms, a hand, that is, is, is a major issue. The second point says, men, hmm, how do you handle pain, you know, uh, because they'll be considered as being weak. Those are cultural issues in our society that things like this family month and particularly this issue of healing heart wounds is meant to correct. There is nothing wrong in sharing. In fact, you, everybody should share their pain. It's not a mark of weakness. I was sharing with someone you know, having worked among the Fulanis, they don't, it's against the culture for you to express pain. An 18-year-old Fulani girl will deliver beside you. You won't hear a sound, a sound, I mean a sound, because right from childhood, she has been groomed that it is a shameful thing to express pain. Now, those kind of people is very dangerous because they live with all kinds of heart wounds and complications that you can't imagine. The men on the other side of Fulanese, they have this culture, shago or sharo, where they are flogged to establish whether they are capable of being married. 
it was a cultural thing that was, a, I think it was banned in Nigeria. But before, they would flog them, they would strip and just have something on their waist, and they would flog them till they are bleeding. And they hold a mirror and be smiling to show that it's not paining them. That is the male version. But many have died in the process. So please, men, pain is an indication of wound. So whatever it is that is causing you that wound, whether it's from your workplace, there should be a platform for you to share. Feel free to share. That is really one of the, the reasons why this, this, this talk is coming to us at this time. The Lord is bringing it to us. Don't, don't just collapse in your house. You, are, you feel you are not coping. You, you are not sharing with your wife. You are doing man. I am a man. Until you just sleep and don't wake up. Praise the Lord. Someone who wants to heal, but the heart is continuous. Now, it's similar to what uh, was raised from this side, too. There are instances like that. The person will have to be removed from that environment, but it's not just the remover alone. That person is removed from that environment, and attention is given to the heart wound. Attention is given to that heart wound, it is treated, therapy is administered. Because if you just remove the person, and I want to say something very important at this point, particularly for our women, when a woman is traumatized, you can never tell what is happening physiologically in her body, developing health challenges. Some of them will, will degenerate, they will call it cancer. Some of them will degenerate, it will affect the blood sugar. And many lead to psychosomatic problems, heart wounds, in women particularly. You can never tell what is happening physiologically. So please, it's not just an issue of um, the person getting out of the environment. There are instances where it's difficult for the person to even, nobody even knows like what she expressed, the heart is just continuing. Does anybody know that can help address the situation? Because in, in, it happens a lot when it's in a family between a couple. And one person is, is doing something hurtful, he has no idea the degree of injury is inflicting on the, other, on the spouse. And if it is the woman that is on the receiving end of the injury, the culture will say, draw And she will be bearing it, bearing it, until she's literally torn apart. So there is help. This chapel of Christ our light is the headquarters of heaven, but I want to add is headquarters of healing. There is bound. There's healing in the house. You don't have to suffer needlessly. Yeah? That song says, oh, what needless pain. This 2023, we will have a turnaround. People will not suffer needlessly because there's actually no need. That's why Jesus came, to pick up the pieces of that broken heart. Even the pieces that you think are lost, he's able to pick, recover them. The other one was talking of, is heart wound avoidable? Now, if one will take the statement of Jesus, he said, offenses will surely come. Hmm? And Proverbs tell us, guard your, Proverbs 4.23, yeah? guard your, I didn't know that it was a personal responsibility until I suffered some heart injuries I didn't have to. So there, there are several reasons why we, that can lead to injuries in our hearts. So it's not whether it's, it's avoidable if you are conscious and you guard your heart. 
But there are other things, times that even with the garden of your heart, you only succeeded in reducing the level of impact, which is still very helpful. So, uh, and that's why we also need to be aware that we don't need to be sources of injury. Sources of offense to people. Because you are talking of, the, of bringing that life to a halt. You are talking of reducing the productivity of that life. Praise the Lord. We're going to do one more round, but I want to add a few things, and then we'll take some questions online. Um, for culture, Matthew 15, I think it was, Jesus said to the Pharisees that they make the word of God of none effect by what? I can't hear you. A tradition. It depends on what you choose to elevate. And emphasizing especially negative cultural practices would always have this negative impact. For Mrs. Onoha, who is uh, left-handed people, otherwise called South Poles, they are supposed to be smarter people, actually. They're usually smarter people. And sometimes they can use both left and hand, making them ambidextrous or whatever, you know? Which means you are smarter. The Lord will heal you of this concern, madam. It's long overdue that you let it go. The people who are raising it are the ignorant ones, apparently. They are the ones who need education, you know? That's the first one. Uh, two or three of the questions that came, and also that I've seen online, talked about continuing hurt that you need to respond to. So I want to separate where there is physical assault and psychological assault. This conversation is about first of all winning in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind. So if all the person is saying to you is look at you, you can't even write with your right hand. As the word is coming out, it is bouncing off. Okay? The person does not say when you start writing with your right hand, a slap. There's no physical assault. I want you to separate the two. Where there is physical assault that is continuing, I'm responding to Luke and the fellow at the back and the lady over there, which can threaten life, there may be need for consideration of a remover so that you can live. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if the assault is psychological, the essence of this conversation, and that assault may be at work. And if you haven't found another job, where are you going to go to? So, the conversation is about the ability to use the strength and the word of God to reject that which somebody is trying to force upon you. And if it had come in before, to cast it out. To cast it out and to insulate yourself with the word of God so that it does not come in anymore. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. There's someone who is anonymous who has sent in a chat and uh, I want the person to see the chaplain. We have talked about it. Uh, it's about sexual blackmail from different people following a rape. So the person is encouraged to see the, the chaplain. We will not discuss the issue uh, at this level. Some of the questions online um, are related to what we have already discussed. Uh, even though the people who put them forward would think that they are different, uh, there is a question about continuous hurt as well. Um, how, can you help, how can you help to heal the wound of an opposite gender without attracting affection? That's one of the questions. How can you help to heal the wound of an opposite gender without attracting affection? That's one. Um, this one is related to what we have addressed. A husband or wife who is insensitive 
to the circumstances of the spouse or the children or who completely trivialize the pain or the suffering of their spouse or children and place their own will above them, what advice can you give to a domineering spouse, basically, who is also insensitive to um, the third one? How do you handle a situation whereby you are trying to heal by confronting the person causing you pain and the response is, I'm your parent. You have to accept whatever I say or do. Because I own you and gave you life. So this person, obviously, a, a, maybe a, a youth trying to confront this issue by trying to have a conversation and the parent is saying, I'm your parent. I owe you. Um, there are 17 posts online right now and more is coming. Uh, I want to take one more and then we'll take a break and respond. Okay, this is one very interesting one. Say, my brother was really sick at some point. It shook the family, especially my mother, who almost gave up, but she was healed. And somebody came to visit the family, and the person used a particular cologne, that's perfume. And each time this person perceives this sort of perfume, he or she remembers this sickness and sort of traumatizes them. How do I overcome this perfume, this smell? Sickness from smell. Okay. I'll take the last one. This is very interesting. He says, if the act of being left-handed is a definition by God, and there's nothing to suggest in all that we have said here, how do you explain children with gestures from opposing sex, which can lead to attraction to the same sex. My personal ideology would be that these traits can originate by act of God. Lie, lie. Lie, lie. Just, just drop it online. I think I'll invite Sister Bookie to respond in the next five minutes max to those questions. Are there, before you do, are there any more questions from the congregation? One, two, three, four, four men. The men are hurting. Okay, very good, four men. We will take the men after this. If you can keep this next round short and sharp. So those four people, no extra ones. Brother Frank, I think that's Dr. Blue Jobber, the gentleman here, and somebody in the choir, the man with the beard. I don't know your name, but the beard can't go away before we finish. <laughs> the first um, issue online was talking of how can we help to heal the wound of an, an opposite um, gender. Uh, I don't think because of your good intentions, you became a physician. It's like me trying to help to carry out uh, appendix surgery because I really know that this person has an appendix because of the pain. I think we should allow the professional people to handle it. I think that should suffice. So don't be emotionally carried along by the pain and delve into, that's why we have hospitals. You don't just self-medication is usually not advised. So take the person to the right source. And like we said, Chapel of Christ our Light is headquarters of healing. Any type of healing you want, just direct it to the chapel and you'll be directed to where you get it. Parents who are insensitive to the needs of the children. This is a very, very um, subtle point because Generally, by our culture, and also by the 
setting that we have, many parents are busy. They don't, they don't realize that this child can have a heart wound. Or this child has a heart wound, which you don't even know where it occurred. So I would just say, by virtue of this family month, we need to give a listening ear to a child that is even making an attempt to talk. Please listen to that child. And you may need to take the person to where you can get proper attention, but at least it will draw your attention to the fact that there is something to address here. A child experiencing pain, okay, that's similar too, but has been silenced by the parents. Please, no child should keep silent. If you are experiencing pain, like some children, they will pester you to the point that even if you are writing a project for the, the, for the UN, you will have to stop and listen to them. And you are lucky if you have the talking child and not the silent one. Then a mother who was sick and almost gave up, and this perfume brings a reminder. That it's good that it has been identified that that's what is, but that woman needs healing beyond the removal of the perfume. Because the perfume is not the problem. The perfume is not what caused her, you know, it's just that while she was sick, that, per that perfume was being used in her environment. So anytime she inhales it, there's, there's a it's a trigger. So the trigger is not the problem, it's that she needs, because she's no more sick, but that heart wound needs to be addressed. Then the issue of the, um, um, what was it? The last one talking of uh, uh, sexual attraction. Um, I didn't get how it was put. Well, I just perceived that this is uh, some little perfume of LGBT trends, <laughs> you know? And I think such a person needs help. God did not put attraction to the same gender. It is not part of what he created that he called good in the Garden of Eden. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take one last round, but I, Sister Booker, I want you to note this too that I, I skipped out. Somebody said, I have a friend that thinks he's a mistake. That's a child. Maybe from an unwanted pregnancy, maybe when the family had thought they were no longer having children, this baby came by accident. Now he's sick. All he wants to do is commit suicide. What can I do to help? We will partially address it, but as I said, how to deal with suicidal tendencies, I thought, is one of the topics. So I'm hoping that this person will bring your friend to church two Sundays from now, and God will help you in the name of Jesus. Then one more that I missed out, which I think we should share, this person said, I was left-handed while growing up, and my mom, in collaboration with my teachers, forcefully changed me. It was tormenting for me because I was always being flogged and made to practice writing with the right hand. And now I've finally become right-handed, but its impact on my handwriting has not left. Now my writing is really poor and not legible, and this always has negative impact on my grades in school as my lecturers are not always able to see my writing, even though I had written the correct things. This is one of the consequences of, the, of this trauma. I've decided to read it out so that all of us can learn. Obviously, this person also needs healing, but much more, the public needs education. There is nothing demonic or devilish about writing with left hand. God made both hands to the praise of, and glory of his name. God will help us to understand in the name of Jesus. So we'll take the questions from the men, starting with Brother Frank. Let's keep it short and sharp. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Is the microphone on? We can see that sometimes uh, when people suffer from heart wounds, they can develop certain defense mechanisms or certain behaviors that may even be antisocial, being angry and all that. Now, 
what happens is that over a long time, even that person that is exhibiting that behavior might not even remember the root cause of that. You know, so what my comment is that, you know, people should search their hearts and see whether some, some heart wound or certain things that have happened in their past is causing them to behave the way that they do. And it has helped me in dealing with people because sometimes when I meet people who, are, who do certain things to me, I just look at this one and say, this one might be having a heart wound. I don't know the kind of story that this one is carrying and that has brought him or her to behave to me in this way. So it makes me easily forgive and move on when I'm hot. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The next... The microphone Praise is the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to move away from psychology to economics. Keep it short. And I'm interested in Christianity and economic trauma. Most families, the poor family in my jungle in Bariga, are having problems now because of the present economic situation. My question then is, what should a Christian do during this perilous time to solve the problem of economic trauma? Thank you. You want to traumatize Sister Buki? <laughs> what can she do about the economic problem of the times? <laughs> she probably has her own economic problems. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. I actually wanted to raise this issue because the guest speaker is a, a woman. That's an experience I got just yesterday. We were in a class and we were treating the topic surveillance. And after we have established the, what surveillance is all about, and somebody raised up his hand and said, okay, I have an experience. What's this experience? He traveled. The wife wanted to travel. And the wife told another woman in the compound to please watch over his, uh, her husband, whether the woman would come home with another woman while she was away. And how did he got to know? When, he, when the woman returned from traveling, the woman now told her husband, ah, you are a nice man. You are such a nice man. Did you know what? I sent Mama so, so, so person to watch you while I was away. And the woman told me, you are such a nice man, another woman did not come home with you. So in the class, Anna asked a woman, that what could cause a woman to go to that extent by placing, I mean, placing her, her, her husband on surveillance because she was traveling. And the woman, and that was the reason why I'm raising this issue, and thank God the speaker is a woman. The woman said, yes, that when women feel insecure, that they can come up with so many things that can drive their husband to do so many untoward things. So what I want to ask the speaker is, what could cause this insecurity in a woman that she will go to the extent of placing her own husband under watch? Under surveillance. Okay. All right. Finally, even though I can answer the question, but I will not, I will not foray into it. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. So my question is this. Sometimes, I think 2021, I... Keep it short. Okay, yes. I had a very, very deep trauma with Nigerian police force. Uh, my brother and I were raided, and we had to sleep in this cell overnight. And I tell you, it was, it was really traumatizing for me, even to now, because I, I saw my mom crying. Like she was literally crying in front of the police officers, and I was so in pain. If I started to, I started to make findings on how to own a gun, so that if I see any police officer, I'll just gun him down straight up. I had, I had that bitterness towards Nigerian police force. And so now, every time I see any police vehicle passing, my heart starts to beat very fast. Or if at that night it was a shuttle bus that they used to park my brother and I and some other guys. So every time I see a shuttle bus or any police truck, my heart starts to beat so fast, and I then just remember that experience. So what do I do? The Lord will deliver and heal you in Jesus' name. But don't try and shoot anybody. <laughs> Sister Boke, if you can keep it within... Okay. No, to use this one. 
Thank you so much for, um, for making yourselves vulnerable by sharing. And I believe you, are, you wouldn't realize how much healing you are bringing to someone else's heart by sharing. Having a child who thought he's a mistake and so he's suicidal. That child needs help. There is no need telling that child, you are not a mistake. That is not going to solve the problem. There is something that that child is experiencing that is sending the signals that is a mistake. And that is what needs to be addressed. I was left-handed while growing up and forced to be right-handed. I think that one had been addressed you know, please, let's be very careful about certain things that we stand on, we insist must change. Oh, in this family, the, the father is a doctor, the mother is a doctor. So the children were given, they gave birth to them as doctors. It, it does not... So this child is saying, I want to read music. And you're saying, what? So, so if this child is left-handed, please be educated and let the child learn to live his life to the maximum with that left-handedness. And you can never tell. If, if um, someone is reading news on CNN, is he, and the person is left-handed. Did he not pass his exam with that left hand? Okay. So let people's potentials not be hindered because of certain uh, insistence. People may not remember the root cause of certain problems. But my brother, what I've experienced for myself, which I've, in the course of, of counseling and handling cases is that the root cause, you would, you would be able to go very close to it. Because usually, when you now get proper attention to address it, you will get to the root. And in many cases, if you don't get to the root, it's like trimming the leaves. The person is going on you know, like a case I had to handle, the person had, um, had was, she came for counseling with a mind that, with an, I complained that she's always having this headache and this headache is so terrible. And in fact, she has taken medication and the medication have compounded the issue. But the root cause, by the time we took time to, what's really, what was happening when this headache started? It was a challenge of barrenness. And she had had three failed IVFs. But she didn't come and say, I had three failed IVFs. So the root cause, she didn't even realize also that that was the... Because she had even, it had gone so bad, loss of sleep, she had gone to become um, suicidal. She can't sleep. That is the trauma of the failed attempts had torn her apart. So the roots, usually roots, when you dig, is because you are not ready. When you dig, you will trace it. And the Bible talks about the root of bitterness, huh? that we shouldn't allow it. Because if you, as long as you don't unearth the roots, it will spring up. It may be some years down. What can the Christian do for this economic trauma thing? Ah, that one, I will leave Chaplin to answer it. <laughs> because like uh, Professor Wansoye said, 
I am also a Nigerian experiencing economic. <laughs> but on a, on a more serious note, it's, um, it's, it's having different levels of traumatic events on families right now, on children, on spouses, on, on in-laws. Everybody is feeling the heat. So, but I will leave Chaplin to answer that. <laughs> you know. The next one says, a woman who had traveled and set a watch over her husband. <laughs> this is not something we can say, we can just treat, because that woman that is setting a watch over the husband, that now got a report that your husband is, is okay, Okay, that one is a, Niger is a Yoruba adage. So you don't know what the woman had experienced. It may even be from her own past, upbringing, her biological with her parents. She may be from a polygamous home, and that is what she saw being done while growing up that watch you, maybe somebody else will come. So, and except she's helped, she wouldn't know that that is not the best thing to do. Discuss it. And obviously, if there are issues of trust that have been broken at some point, those are the real issues to be addressing, not looking for a security guard for the husband. Okay? So, because the question is, what could cause this woman to place that one? You can, there are several issues that could cause <laughs> several. Then last one says, uh, was talking of our brother here and the reminders of trauma. Remember, that's one of the behaviors we said, one of the three behaviors people that are traumatized put up, avoiding reminders of the, of the trauma. Uh, that person can be healed to the point that, and I want to say this as I just close in on that, there is a difference between a, a wound and a scar, even though both of them have something to do with wound. What is the difference? A scar, a wound, a wound will do what? Will be painful whenever you touch it. A scar, if it's a scar that shows that healing has taken place, you can touch it and there will be no pain. So if you are touching a scar and there is still pain, that means there is a wound under. And it's the wound under that has to still be exposed. Those that are in the medical field here, nurses, when they are dressing a wound, they will wash it until it bleeds because that's the only... If it, if it doesn't bleed, it will have an infection. So our brother, you can, you can, and your brother that was involved in that raid, you can, you can experience healing, but you need to just come and it will be addressed. And you'll be surprised that when you see a car, when you see a shuttle bus, when you see a police, even you can just see a police dress hanging somewhere, you would not have that trauma. But that's after you had, you know, been healed. Thank you. We're going to round up. Praise the Lord. The church is not just focusing on these issues. The Bible says in Jeremiah 8, 21 and 22, that my people are hurting, and it seemed nothing was being done about it. Is there no balm in Gilead? These conversations are therapeutic. Some people are touched by it. Even if you haven't spoken out your situation, I do believe that the exchange and the word of God will heal and deliver in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> you don't have to carry a burden or a weight that is not meant for you. You can leave the luggage and the load, the emotional weight at the foot of the cross. But you can also get support and get help from people like Sister Buki and the 
family counseling unit who have been trained to deal with these issues. Jide, you can distribute the forms. The forms would also be put on the church website. You, can, you don't have to put name. You can seek appointments. There is confidentiality. There are 25 comments online right now. We've, tra- we've addressed quite a number of them and all that because they are generally and largely related. And quite a few of the issues being raised about domestic violence and societal tendencies are going to be dealt with in the coming weeks. Between now and then, there will be no loss in the name of Jesus. The final comment I want to make, two comments. The first is, somebody asked the question, how can I really be comforted by the hurt or the healing from the loss of a loved one? The Holy Spirit is our comforter. And only God who can comfort you and heal you. That's why the role of prayer, and this was mentioned last week, Reconnecting with God is important. Rebuilding your altar is important. You must have a pathway to link with the Holy Spirit to get the relief that you rightly deserve as a child of God because that is your heritage. So you don't have to carry that load or that burden. The last but one thing is the point made by Brother Mike, Brother Frank, with the understanding that these conversations bring, you will learn and understand how to evaluate people that you deal with. Some of them will exhibit tendencies that show that they are hurting. You don't have to respond in a similar manner. When somebody wants to use a hammer, a sledgehammer to kill a fly, that's an overreaction. It's a small thing. You stand back and, and reflect. Say, why is this person, maybe in your office, maybe in a bus, it may be in an airplane where you cannot jump out. You just have to tolerate it. If you have a 12-hour a flight and the person sitting beside you is hurting, you just have to pray to God to see you through the journey. And I've sat beside many people like that many times. There's nothing you can do. You can't open the door and leave the plane. You can't change your seat because all the other seats are occupied. You need the grace of God to be able to deal with it. The question asked by my young brother in the choir about the police, I think has been rightly answered. For many of these comments, we need to engage. If you don't let it out, you continue to carry the load. Once it's bottled up, it is waiting to explode. You have to let it out and get the benefit of counsel and advice. And while you are thinking you are the only one going through that thing, you find that there are others who have been through it and they have survived and they are thriving. They become your inspiration. But if you don't let it out, you think that you are the only one who is being targeted. Above all and finally, is that to be able to take advantage, you must give your life to Jesus. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. The great physician is the sympathizing Jesus. But if you have not submitted to him, how can you take advantage of what he has to offer? You will not know where to start. You will not know where to end. If you want to give your life to Jesus so that you can take advantage of the comfort and his role as the balm of Gilead that can heal, just raise your hand to know how to use the word of God to take advantage. Just raise your hand. We'll pray together very briefly. If you are raising your hand, raise it well so that we can pray together. You have not given your life to Jesus. This is a great opportunity. You are resentful of society, of family. You think somebody is your problem. But now you are hearing that even Christians have to be tested. But your first step is to submit any hand up the rest of us let's begin to pray and to thank God for this opportunity and to pray
Counselors, if you see any hand, please respond. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. There's one hand there. Any other hand? Jesus said, come unto me, all you are heavy laden, carrying load that is not your own, overburdened, unforgiveness, rejection, yielded to Jesus. Even after you have given your life to Christ, you can still be tested by cultural parameters, by economic challenges, by upbringing, things that you have no control over, but the Lord is able to deliver. I want you to pray that this burden will be taken away in the name of Jesus. And every time you are tested right from inside, you will not fail that test in the name of Jesus. You will overcome in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we want to thank you and to bless your name for the opportunity to share in your presence. We ask, Lord, because you are the balm of Gilead, that everywhere that we are hurting inside, in our innermost recesses, that you will find us out, you will reach us, and you will touch us in the name of Jesus. Some of us are still hurting. We think we have healed. The wound appears to have closed up, but apparently inside it is not fully healed. And so we react. I want you to pray that wherever you are still hurting from part, something someone said to you in church, something a family member did, something a business partner did, something a friend, a colleague in the office, how you were born, you are being told that you are not expected, you are an accident of birth. I want you to pray that the Holy Spirit will remove these negative thoughts from your heart and your spirit in the name of Jesus. And you begin to live as an overcomer in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to stretch forth your hands to our speaker. Stretch forth your hands towards her. That the Lord will strengthen and support her in the name of Jesus. Perhaps she's been traumatized in the past too. Her healing will be perfect and perfected. There will be no reversal in the name of Jesus. And the Lord will enlarge her coast and use her as a mighty instrument in this area, in his hands, in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray concerning the other sessions next week, the third Sunday, and the last Sunday, that God will meet each and every one of us at the point of our needs in the name of Jesus. Nobody will go away the way that we have come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the saints of God will say,